Hi, and welcome to our broadcast. My name is Brian Likens, and we have just come out of the year 2021. We're starting a brand new year. And for many of us, it's, you know, looking into a new year may seem dark. It may seem scary. It may seem uh, that we're unsure about what's going to happen, where we're going. Changes have happened throughout the, the last few years. Life has changed. What it what it did look like doesn't look the same as it did before. For some of us, it looks better. For many of us, it, it looks worse. But our future is not dictated by our past. Our future is dictated on what we do and how we move and who we are connected to. We are connected to the Lord God Almighty. If we are believers and we follow after Him, then our life is hidden in Him for all of eternity. So where we go from here, yeah, it may look scary, it may look dark, it may look uh, unnatural, it may look like that it's, you know, the the unknown. It looks like a, a place that we've never been before. Well, that's walking by faith. It's walking in faith and trust that the Lord God is with us in, through, under, over, whatever we go through. The Lord God Almighty is with us and we have His promise that what? He will never leave us or never forsake us. So what this 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 next year uh, that we're stepping into, if it doesn't look hopeful, if it doesn't look exciting, if you don't have a, a dream burning on the inside of you, if you don't your vision isn't stirring, if it isn't burning on the inside of you, then that burning can be ignited. It can change as we change our perspective and look at who God is and what God has done for us. Not looking at the natural, but looking at the supernatural. Not looking at what this world can offer, but looking at what eternity, what God, the eternal one, has to offer us. And staying connected with Him, keeping our eyes set on Him, looking to the one that makes the difference. Looking to the one that can change. It is the goodness of God. It is His goodness that chases after us, runs after us. His goodness follows us everywhere we go. The Lord is good and merciful and full of grace. The the Bible says that His mercies are fresh and new every morning. That every day that we wake up, it's a brand new day. A day of new beginnings. It's a day of a life in God. It's a day that when I wake up and I breathe, I'm breathing new air. I'm breathing new life. I'm breathing a new moment. I'm breathing in the life of God. So if I, if I change my perspective and where darkness tries to come in, that I put the light of God's word on the inside of me and push out the darkness. If darkness is trying to oppress me because of loss or because of grief or, or we've lost, uh, loved ones or, or maybe lost a job or we've lost things that in this natural world that we thought we're going to hold on to for a long, long time. If we, if we're, su- if we've suffered loss, there is the future ahead of us, the future of blessing that God has for us to restore unto us and to provide for whatever we have need of. This natural world, this this earthly world is not our source, but God is our source. Let me go ahead and open up in prayer, and we're going to 
we're going to take a few scriptures of God's word and we're going to look into the insights of God word, God's word and ask him to, to reveal to us, to strengthen us, to enlighten us, to give us that strength that we need in these very next days to stay full of hope, to stay full of life, to stay full of God's word and hold on to what he has for us. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for what you're doing in and through us. And Lord God, that, that as we cro have crossed over from 2021 into 2022, that Lord God, whatever uh, lies ahead, that we are not alone. You have not left us or abandoned us. And Lord God, that we are your people. We are your children. We are the heirs of the kingdom of heaven. And Father, everything that is in, is in store for eternity, everything that you have laid out belongs to us. It belongs to us. It's our right of the kingdom because we have become joint heirs with Jesus Christ according to your word. And Lord, we believe in what you say above anything else in this earth. And Father, we thank you, Lord God, for moving and working on our behalf. We thank you for restoring, Lord, for people's lives and the, the loss, Lord God. We thank you for restoring joy, for restoring peace, restoring strength and finances, Lord God and restoring us into a place and showing us that you are our source, that you carry us through and sustain us through whatever we face. We are not alone. And Father, we thank you in the name that is above every name, that precious name of Jesus, that your goodness, Lord God, overcomes every situation. I'm going to read to you in John chapter 3. And this is where uh, Nicodemus, who was a, a religious leader, comes to Jesus. He's he, he heard the teachings of Christ, but he came to him in secret because others, you know, they didn't believe that he was who he said he was. But on the inside of Nicodemus, he knew there was something greater. He knew there was something about this man that he had never seen before. And so Nicodemus begins to question him and begins to ask him about the kingdom. And this is what Jesus says. If you look in John chapter 3, in verse 1, it says, I'm reading in the New Living Translation, but there was a man named Nicodemus a Jewish religious leader who was a Pharisee. After, uh, after dark, one evening, he came to speak with Jesus. And he, he said, Rabbi, he said, we all know that God has sent you to teach us. Your miraculous signs are evidence that, that God is with you. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus replies to him, what do you mean? exclaimed Nicodemus. How can, how can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again? Jesus replied, I assure you that no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the spirit. Humans can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. Verse seven. So don't be surprised when I say you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it wants, just as you can hear the wind, but you can't tell where it comes from or where it is going, so you can't explain how people are born of the Spirit. Nicodemus says, how are these things possible? Nicodemus asked. Jesus replied, you are a respected Jewish teacher, and yet you don't understand these things? I assure you, we tell you what we know and have seen and yet you won't believe our testimony. 
But if you don't believe me when I tell you about earthly things, how can you possibly believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ever gone to heaven and returned, but the Son of Man has come down from heaven. And as Moses lifted up the bronze snake on the pole in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up. This he was talking about, his, his him dying on the cross, the crucifixion. Verse 15, so that everyone who believes in him, everyone who believes in him, in Christ, will have eternal life. For this, this is verse 16. This is a, the most famous verse. Everybody, every child learns this. If you ever, ever had a grandmother or, or someone that took you to Sunday school or to church, for this is how God loved the world. The King James says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And then in the New Living Translation, verse 17, he goes on to say, God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. There is no judgment against anyone who believes in him, but anyone who does not believe in him has already been judged for not believing in God's one and only son. And the judgment is based on this fact. God's light came into the world but people loved darkness more than the light, for their actions were evil. And this is what, uh, and then he goes on to say in verse 20, all who do evil hate the light and refuse to go near it for fear their sins will be exposed. But those who do what is right come to the light so others can see that they are doing what God wants. You must be born again to experience the, the kingdom of God, to experience the supernatural. You cannot obtain it through this natural man. You must be, you must have a spiritual awakening, being born again, coming into the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, believing in Him, having faith in Him in what God did, that God sent Jesus to die on the cross for our sins, raised Him from the dead. If you believe in your heart, you will confess it with your mouth. If you truly believe it, you will say with your mouth. You will not say it out of your mouth if you don't believe it. You, you won't continue to say it. You may say it to appease someone, but it won't come out of your mouth continually if you truly don't believe it in your heart. But if you believe that God raised Jesus from the, from the dead, He died on the cross for our sins, God raised Him from the dead, confessed it with our mouth, we are born a new again, a fresh and new. Our spirit man comes alive. Nicodemus couldn't understand the the any of these the heavenly things in, by looking at them in the natural. But there had to be a supernatural awakening. And anyone that comes to God and believes in Him, God Himself will. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit will come in and live and dwell on the inside of us. You say, how is that possible? That's what Nicodemus said. But you can't, you can't look at it as, as in the natural, like a natural birth. It's supernatural. It's spiritual. And just because you, you don't understand it doesn't mean it's not true. You don't understand how the wind works. Jesus was saying this, the wind blows where it goes. You don't know where it comes from, but you know it, it comes. You, you see the effect of it. You know it's real. You know it's, it's, it, it's, something that is sustainable, it's, it's tangible, 
in the, in this natural realm, but you don't understand it. You can't, you can't see where it comes, where it goes. You can see the effects of it. And being born again, the supernatural, the spirit man, life of God on the inside of you comes by believing and having faith and trust in the one that he sent. Believing on the words that are written in this book. Do you want understanding? Do you want wisdom? Do you want insight? Do you want to know the truths of the kingdom of God? Then seek God's face this year. Make this year a, a, a time when you turn to God instead of turning to psychics or turning to, to th- this natural world or just looking at self-help books or, or what the world says, how to have peace. You know, I was reading some things, uh, looking up about a fear and because we're, we're this new year, you know, many things uh, people live with regrets or they have fears about the, the, what's coming ahead. And most of the things they were talking about was the fear of this, the, the virus that's, that's, uh, spreading. And, and even though that this, the new, uh, I've, I've heard research on the new virus that it's, it's not, it's more widely spread, but yet is, it doesn't seem to be as harmful. But yet fear tries to grip people that, that it, you know, oh no, our life is over. It's going to, you know, it's going to wipe us out. It's going to wipe out. Listen, this world is temporary. We don't have to live in fear about what all happens on this earth. Yeah, everything on this earth is not going to be, uh, you know, wonderful and just everything, uh, you know, just smooth. But God has prepared and made a way for us. This is not life for us. This is not the only life we have. We have life eternal. And the way we find out the things of the kingdom spiritually to understand, I'm going to show you here in Proverbs where if you seek after God, God's word is what brings life. God's word is what brings understanding. God's word is what brings you into a place of peace and rest and assurance because you can trust his word. You know, the news changes. The news comes out with something because they're, they're learning and they're, they, they think they have it right. And they, they tell one thing and then a few months later say, Oh, well, it wasn't as bad as we thought or it wasn't, you know, it wasn't what we thought it was. I heard, uh, back when the, uh, I think it was the bird flu, whatever they called that, uh, the Asian flu or the bird flu that, um, they said was going to, uh, they actually had a British, I believe it was a British, uh, leader who said that it was going to wipe, wipe nearly two thirds of the population of the world away. And it barely even took hundreds, hundreds of lives. But they predicted all this and fear just ran rampant. The world's natural, uh, understanding, it's limited and it changes and it's not the truth. But God's word is truth and God never lies. So if we look at God's word and we find out what he says, that's something you can stand on and you can believe that it is going to last. In Proverbs chapter two, it says, my son, if you will receive my words, I'm reading in the Amplified now. If you will receive my words and treasure up my commandments within you, making your ear attentive to skillful and godly wisdom and inclining and directing your heart and mind to understanding, applying all your powers to the quest for it. Verse three, yes, if you cry out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek wisdom as for silver and search for skillful and godly wisdom as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the reverent and worshipful fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of our omniscient God. 
verse 6. For the Lord gives skillful and godly wisdom. From His mouth come knowledge and understanding. From His mouth, His words, the Word of God. He hides away sound and godly wisdom and stores it for the righteous, those who are upright and in right standing with Him. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly and integrity. You search after God, you search His Word, and you will find wisdom, you will find strength. He is a shield to those who walk upright and of integrity. God is our shield and buckler. Whatever we're facing through throughout this life, God sent Jesus not only to save our soul, not only to give us eternal life, but to give us, Jesus said, I've come to give you life and life more abundantly. While we're here on this earth, while we're passing through, yes, we are, uh, the Bible declares we're strangers and pilgrims. We're only passing through. This is a short time that we're here on the earth. But God, what God has prepared for us for all eternity, that is that is where, where our life is with Him forever and ever and ever and ever. But while we're here on this earth, He has not abandoned us and left us helpless without help, without peace, without strength, without joy, without what we need to carry on. So the things that we're facing, the, the, the struggles, the, the, the turmoil, the things that were the, the trials and the tests and all of the things that are, that face ahead of us, the unknowns, staying in faith is where we're going to find our peace. Not finding what the next news, uh, article is, but finding out what God's word says, putting my faith and trust in the Lord that God, I trust you with my whole life. That if I leave this earth, I'm with you for all of eternity. That's the most important thing. The absolute most important thing for us is to know that our life, according to John 3, 16, what God, how God made the plan of salvation to bring us into eternal life, believing on the one that he sent, believing on the one Jesus Christ. If you're angry at God because things have happened that you don't understand or that you think God could have or should have changed or stopped or, or, uh, change the outcome believe me god is good and god does not kill and harm and destroy people the days of judgment if you when you say yeah what about the old testament in the old testament the sin was judged immediately but when jesus died on the cross he took the sin for the entire world that judgment was put upon him to keep the destruction away. He, he kept that away and gave the right for eternity to spend. Now the judgment is not going to wipe you off the face of the earth, but, it, but there is a judgment of where we will spend eternity. And that's what Jesus gave us the right to do, to choose where we will spend all of eternity. But God is good and merciful and gracious and everything that He does for us, everything that He has planned for us is nothing but good. So whatever has happened in this earth, whatever tragedy has come, we have men that are involved. We have Satan that is trying to destroy mankind. Sin is still rampant in the earth, still is, 
Jesus took the penalty from sin, but sin isn't gone. Man still chooses to do wrong and to sin and to, and to live without God and to live selfishly and to, to steal, kill, and destroy. Men still choose to live covetous lives and greed and murderous and, and full of hate. They choose to do those things, but it's not God doing it. God's not m- manipulating or, or causing men to rob or to steal or to, to murder and to rape or destroy or, or putting in the hearts of people to, to abort precious babies. That's not God. That's not the heart of God, and that's not His plan for mankind. But He made a plan, and He made a way for us to walk with Him in life and in peace and in health for all of eternity. If we miss it here, we have it for all of eternity. It's not a cop-out. I know some people say, well, you know, look, it's better to shoot at a target than not shoot at all. And if we failed and we, we, we stopped believing or we, we got caught up into, into unbelief or we got caught up into uh, you know, blame or, or being angry at God or not trusting Him because we thought He was not coming through, then we just repent. We tell God, I realize that that wasn't you. I realize, God, that was not your plan. That's not who you are. And I apologize. And Lord, I turn my life back to you. Lord, I surrender. I'm tired of running from you. I'm tired of running away from you. I'm tired of not following after you. If you've done anything that you feel like has separated you from God, just go to Him and repent and tell Him. Because His goodness chases after us. It's God's goodness, His mercy, and His grace. It's the goodness of God that draws men to repentance. It's His goodness that causes us to see Him for who He really is. And just like that song, His goodness is running after us. It's running after us, chasing after us. Because He loves us that much that He chases us even when we turn away from Him. He still does everything He can to draw us back into His presence and to never turn us away. It is the goodness of God, His grace and His mercy. And so whatever you're facing, whatever challenge that's ahead of you, I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging you, turn to God, turn back to Him, Get back on your faith. Wherever you missed it, don't look at your failures and your defeats and, and how you blew it or maybe you didn't haven't studied enough, you haven't prayed enough or, or what you, you should have done. But pick yourself up and today is a brand new day, a day of new beginnings, a day uh, that I can start over fresh and new today. God, I say this, this is a revelation to me that, that uh, God doesn't care where you've been, but He cares about where you are right now in this moment. God could care less about your past. All He cares about is where is your heart right now, this moment? Even if five minutes ago you were angry with Him, where are you now, right now in this moment? What is your heart crying out to God for? What is your heart saying to God? Right now in this moment, turn to God and just cry out to Him for whatever help you need and seek His face, seek His word, 
Ask the Lord to bring people across your path and, and good ministers and Bible teachers. There's so many out there that you can, you can uh, it, it's so available today that you can go on uh, even on your phone or, or your computer, or your television and listen to the truth of God's word of who he is and who you are and watch yourself be strengthened and come out of a dark place and to let the light shine once again in the name that's above every name. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for who you are. And Lord God, for what you're doing in our lives. And for this next year, Lord, this year that we are now in 2022, that Lord God, that we say that this year is going to be the best year that we've ever had because we are still with you. We are still a part of your kingdom. We're still a part of who you are. And Lord, it is your goodness, your goodness that runs and chases after us. And Father, we thank you. We thank you for never leaving us, never abandoning us. Lord, never leaving us alone, always being there for anyone that turns their heart back to you. You will never turn away. And Father, we thank you for change. We thank you for moving and working on the, in, in our lives and for every, every life, Lord God, that, that listens to this message. That, Lord, that darkness would flee from them, that the light would shine, that there would be a breakthrough for whatever is hovering over them, whatever darkness is, it, it seems to, to have its talons in them, or that darkness, Lord God, that, that just seems not to, like they can't get out from underneath it. In the name of Jesus, today, we break the powers of darkness off of them in the name that's above every name, that they are free in Jesus' name, free to serve you, free to love you, free to walk in that place, Lord God, of, of love and compassion, free to walk in that place of, of divine healing, free to walk in that place of knowing you and having a relationship with you, that whatever was in their past, that, Lord God, you do not hold their sins against them. Anyone that comes to you, anyone that puts their faith and trust in you will not be put to shame. And Father, we thank you in the precious name, the name of Jesus. Amen.